Mother. Mother. Mother Yashoda. Mother Tatra. <coughs> Within the wide open mouth of Krishna. Within the wide open mouth of Krishna. Dadrishe. Dadrishe. Saw. Vishwam. Vishwam. The whole universe. The whole universe. Jagat. Jagat. Moving entities. Moving entities. <coughs> Maintenance of non-moving entities. Maintenance of non-moving entities. Cha. Cha. And. Come, come, the sky, the sky, the shaha, the directions, the directions, with the mountains, with the mountains, Dwipa, Dwipa, islands, islands, of the and oceans, and oceans, Bugolam, the surface of the earth, the surface of the earth. Savayu, with the blowing wind, the blowing wind. Agni, Agni, fire, fire. Indu, Indu, the moon, Tarakam, stars, stars. Jyotihi Chakram, the planetary systems, planetary systems. Jalam, Jalam, water, water. Tejaha, Tejaha, light. Nabashwam, outer space, Diyat, the sky, Eva, also, Cha, and Vaikarikani, creation by transformation of Ahankar, creation by transformation the senses, manaha, mind, matraha, sense perceptions, gunaha, traya, the three material qualities, sattva, rajas, and tamas, etat, all these, vichitram, varieties, Saha, along with Jivakala, the duration of all living entities. Swabhava, natural instinct. Karma asaya, resultant action and desire for material enjoyment. Linga Vedam, varieties of bodies according to desire. Sunaho, Tano, in the body of her son. Viksha, seeing. Vidarita Asye, within the wide open mouth. Brajam, Vrindavandam, Nanda Maharaja's palace, Nanda Maharaja's place, his place is a palace. Sahatmanam, along with herself, Avapa was struck, Shankam, with all doubts and wonder, all doubts and wonder. 
thoughts and wonder. This is long, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to read the other two verses that we didn't chant, so. Jyotis chakram jalam te jo navashwam viyad evacha vaikar karmindriyanani manomatra gunastraya etadvichitram sahajivala kala swabhava karmasya linga veram surasthano vikshap vidaritase Rajam Sahatyanam Avapa Sankam. Translation. Now we're going to get to find out what all that was. When Krishna opened his mouth wide by the order of Mother Yashoda, she saw within his mouth all moving and non moving entities, outer space, and all directions, along with mountains, islands oceans, the surface of the earth, the blowing wind, fire, the moon and the stars. She saw the planetary systems, water, light, air, sky, and creation by transformation of Ahankara. She also saw the senses, the mind, sense perceptions, and the three qualities, goodness, passion, and ignorance. She saw the time allotted for the living entities, she saw natural instinct and the recreations, uh, the, the reactions of karma, and she saw desires and different varieties of bodies, moving and non-moving. Seeing all these aspects of the cosmic manifestation along with herself and Vrindavan Dham, she became doubtful and fearful of her son's nature. Who wouldn't? So I'll say you can repeat. When Krishna opened his mouth, why? By the order of Mother Yashoda, she saw within his mouth all moving and non-moving entities, outer space in all directions, along with mountains, islands, oceans, the surface of the earth, the blowing wind, fire, the moon, and the stars. the moon and the stars. She saw the planetary systems. Water, light, air, air sky, sky, and creation by transformation, creation by transformation. of Ahankara. She also saw the senses, she also saw the, senses. the mind, sense perception, and the three qualities. Goodness, passion, and ignorance. She saw the time allotted for the living entities. She saw natural instinct and the reactions of karma. And she saw desires and different varieties of bodies, moving and non-moving. Seeing all these aspects of the cosmic manifestation along with herself and Vrindavan Dham, she became doubtful and fearful of her son's nature. What's going on here? Let me tell you a little. So, uh, this is part of Krishna's pastimes when he was a little boy. He, he appeared and, and went through. Uh, a, a lifespan from baby to little boy to youth to man. He never got old though. 
You know, when you're God, you don't have to get old, I guess. But. So when he was a baby, he was playing and, and, and being like a baby, you see. He was uh, doing everything that, that babies do. You know, naughty babies. You know, we've had naughty babies. We've all had naughty kids. You know, so this naughty kid, Krishna, decided he was going to eat dirt. Some kids do. Did your kids ever do that? I think they all do that. You know? <laughs> Did yours ever do that? Huh? Dough. Dough, huh? Oh, okay. Did you look in their mouth and see the cosmic manifestation? <laughs> so, Mother, Krishna's mother, his playmates came up and said, Krishna's eating dirt. And she said, Krishna, did you eat dirt? And he's like, no, no, come on. You eat dirt. They're, they're conspiring against me. You know? I thought, me? Me eat dirt? No. So she said, come here and let me look in your mouth. So when she looked inside his mouth, she saw all these things, you know. She saw the whole cosmic manifestation. You're looking into the mouth of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And so she sees all, everything. She sees the oceans, the seas, the islands, the uh, reactions to karma. On and on and on. The moon and the stars, you see. So she sees this universal form and then she becomes bewildered and, and fearful for his nature. Now that would be kind of scary. You know, you look in your, in your son's mouth and you see all this. So uh, I'm going to read you a Prabhupada's purport here. I just wanted to set that scene. Purport. All the cosmic manifestations that exist on the gross and subtle elements, as well as the means for their agitation, the three gunas, the living entity, creation, maintenance, annihilation, and everything going on in the external energy of the Lord. All this comes from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Govinda. Everything is within the control of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Thus, uh, this is also confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 9.10. Mayadyakshena prakriti suyate sacharacharam Everything in the material nature, Prakriti, works under his control. Because all the manifestations come from Govinda, they could all be visible within the mouth of Govinda. Quite astonishingly, Mother Yashoda was, afra was afraid because of intense maternal affection. She could not believe that within the mouth of her son such things could appear. Yet she saw them and therefore she was struck with fear and wonder. So once again I'll read the verse. It's a long verse, but... <clears throat> I like reading this verse. When Krishna opened his mouth wide by the order of Mother Yashoda, she saw within his mouth all moving and non-moving entities, outer space, all directions, along with mountains, islands, oceans, the surface of the earth, the blowing wind, fire, the moon, the stars. She saw the planetary systems, water, light, air, sky, and creation by transformation of ahamka. She also saw the senses, the mind, sense perception, and the three qualities, goodness, passion, and ignorance. She saw 
the time allotted for the living entity, she saw natural instinct and the reactions of karma, and she saw desires in different varieties of bodies, moving and non-moving. Seeing all these aspects of the cosmic manifestation along with herself and Vrindavan Dham, she became doubtful and fearful of her son's nature. So, uh, she's doubtful and she's fearful. Now, think about why. What is she afraid of? Is she afraid of Krishna now? Huh? Really, because she's just a mother. Uh, She's afraid for her son. She saw everything in his mouth. So it's not that she's afraid of him. Ooh. She's afraid of what's going on. Wow, I'm looking in your mouth and everything, with a capital E, is in there. Everything I could possibly see is in your mouth. You see. So I'm wondering how is that, you know, is that hurting you? Is this... Are you okay? Not like, what are you? So she didn't, uh, she didn't go to the God thing, you know. So sometimes, and, and again, we, we have to repeat it again and again because uh, uh, for dealing with Krishna, we're not really, uh, it, it doesn't satisfy him for us to see him as God, you see. Krishna wants to be closer to you than that. Now, that's, I'm not saying that he's not God, but that's not his, he's not looking for us to grovel, you know. He, he doesn't need that. He doesn't feed on that. Krishna feeds on love. He wants us to love him, and not out of fear, you know, like, oh, boy, God, I love you, boy. Hey, buddy, you know, I'm with you all the way, you know, just don't get angry, you know. That kind of love is tainted for, for Krishna's uh, taste. He doesn't want that. He wants you to love him. He wants you to see that he is the most wonderful, most beautiful, most attractive of everything. You see, he's, he's just the, 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 the darling of, uh, of our lives, you see. And to Mother Jashoda, being in such a pure situation, she perform great penances and austerities in order to get this situation to be Krishna's mother. She wanted to do this. It was her desire, you know, to be, I want to be Krishna's mother, you see. So here she's getting her desire of, as mother of Krishna, you see. So she's not saying, I want to be the mother of God. She doesn't want, she didn't look for a relationship to where she would grovel and, and you know, like, but honey, was your breakfast okay? It is okay, isn't it? I hope you're not unhappy with me. You know, because he's going to do something, you know, turn you into a pillar of salt or something, you know. So, uh, no, that wasn't the relationship. She wanted to be the loving mother, the real thing. You know, she wanted to nurse her baby, take care of her baby. <clears throat> and when he was naughty, she took it upon herself to chastise him. You see, now if she thought he was God, if you thought your child was God, how could you spank him? You know, you could. Uh, if, if you thought Corey was God and he was being naughty, and you went to spank him, you went, "Oh, oh, that's okay, honey. Go ahead." 
you know, you can do it. You can go ahead. That's all right. <laughs> so it, 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 won't, it won't work. It just doesn't work. If you want to think of God as your lover, if you want to have that loving affection with Krishna, once you start thinking of him as God, it's just not going to go the way it should, you see. As his best friend, if you want to be. The cowherd boys, they didn't think of him as God, you see. So, uh, why is it, some people wonder, why is it that Krishna's displaying these pastimes? On this earthly planet, why did he come here and do all this? You know, he could have just sat in a palace, a really good palace, you know, and been served by gazillions of, of people. He could have had us all groveling, and, you see. He could have, I mean, just think of the, uh, the wealth that Krishna has, God, he could have. You know, it's immeasurable what he could do. So when he came here, why did he display these pastimes like this? Because he loves it. He likes it. He likes to be Krishna. He knows he's God. Enough with a God. He knows it. All right, I'm God. Now, what are we going to do? Get up, get up, stop groveling. No more groveling, you know. He's like that. Let's have some fun. Let's share some love. Let's have a sweet relationship. With you, I'm going to be your best friend. With you, we're going to be lover. We're with you, parent, like that. You know, whatever your desire is, we all have our desire. You see, and an, and an identity that we have with God. So let's do this. So Krishna is is demonstrating uh, what it's like in the liberated form. When we go to Goloka Vrindavan, he brought it here to this planet when he was here. Just because he was here didn't mean that he was gonna stop what he likes to do. He does this activity in uh, what we would, we would refer to as heaven, in the spiritual world. This is what he does. He has fun. He has loving relationships with his mother and his friends, you see. He's a naughty boy. He's a best friend. He's the perfect romantic lover, you see. He's all of these things. So he's doing that here because, well, for one thing, that's what he does. And just because he came here for the mission of uh, establishing the devotees and annihilating the demons that were taking over the planet, just because he came here to do that, because he's God, he doesn't have to stop doing what he likes to do. You see? Why should he? It's good to be God. I get to do what I like to do. I'm descending to this earthly planet. I'm bringing my entourage with me. And I'm going to do what I do. You know? Here in this world, I get to kill demons. You know? In the spiritual world, there's no, no demons. See? He gets to come here and do that. Plus, be a mother and a... Uh, a son and a friend and a lover, you see, he gets to do all those things, you see. So, I've often told people that this International Society for Krishna Consciousness is like training wheels. It's like training wheels for the spiritual sky. This is, um, this is like dress rehearsal. 
We, we get to actually do it. That's what this is all about. We're learning how to uh, behave when we go back to the spiritual world. It's not like if you don't know, what are you going to do when you get there? You see? So many times, as, as I've said, many people haven't really thought through that concept that I, I talk to when I travel around. They, they haven't thought, because I ask them, all right, uh, wh whatever your religion is, and I'm not saying any of them are wrong, you'll get what you're aspiring for. But what do you want when you get there? Let's say you, uh, God forbid that you, that you would, but let's say you die today and you find yourself in, in heaven, whatever your heaven is for your particular path that you're on. So you check in tonight, you know, they take your bags to your room or whatever it is, you know, they put you in a golf cart and take you over to your mansion, you know, and you get all moved in. I guess there's this transcendental uh, moving truck that pulls up in front of your gorgeous house and moves all this great stuff in. So now here you are, <clears throat> and you're situated. Plumbing works and everything. Well, you've learned your way around this vast house that you have. What are you going to do next day? What are you going to do? Play golf? What are, what are your plans? You know, are you going to be sitting around like, boy, this is eternity? Hey. You know. I should have never left Earth. You see? What are you going to do? You know, I think uh, maybe, maybe that's what do you say we drive by and see if God's there, you know? See, maybe there's a line to get in, you know, it's like <clears throat> you certain, like, you know, go to the White House, and you're in heaven, you go see God, there's secret service agents at the gate, and they, and they see some ID. Well, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm a liberated soul. Do you have an appointment? Oh, well, can I make one? <laughs> I could come back tomorrow. You know, what is it going to be like? <clears throat> so many folks haven't really thought that far. But we're talking about eternity. We're talking about a really long time. I mean, 63 years seems like it's been a long time to me so far, but eternity is really going to be a long time. What am I going to do? What are my activities going to be? Krishna is showing us. Here's some of the things that we're going to be doing. If you're going to go to Krishna Loka, if you're going to be with Krishna, here's part of what you're going to be doing. You're going to be associating with him. You're going to be really angry at him sometimes because he's going to steal your butter. You know, he's going to he's going to be naughty. He's going to be, and then there there are going to be times when you're going to be out with Krishna as his best friend, taking the cows out, thinking. You know, Krishna, you're the most wonderful friend that anybody could ever have. I just love you so much. And I cherish every minute that we're together. And I'm so glad that I've got eternity to be with you. You know, you see. All the associates of Krishna are, are, are feeling that eternity isn't long enough. It's not long enough. There's no end to it. Yes, but... It's not, nothing could be long enough to be with Krishna. It's not like he's going to live down the street. He's going to be there with you. He's going to be beside you. You're going to be beside him. There's going to be a loving relationship.
He's not going to be on some big throne in some big house somewhere hard to get to. No, no gates around it. No secret service agents. You see, nothing like that. He's going to be there with you. And for those who feel like, and, and, and actually, when I talk to some folks, they feel like, you can tell by the look in their face, I don't know, they say, if I'm ready for, how should I say this? That much God. You know, I mean, 24-7 God. Eh. Isn't that a lot of God? I mean, you know, what about me? I mean, what, they got to have some great golf courses up there. I'd like to play some, you know, I'd like to play some golf or I'd like to go do some fun stuff. Ooh, without the God guy, you know, I mean, doesn't he ever stay in his house? He's got to have a really nice house. He's got to have some nice stuff. He's got to have a really great boat, cars, and, you know, private jet. I mean, the guy's got everything, so... Is every morning it's going to be, it's me, God, what are we going to do today? <laughs> Honey, tell him I'm not here. <laughs> Can't you do that? He knows everything. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, God. Yes? So, you know, so what's it going to be like? We, we have to live this life so we develop love of Godhead. We've got to fall in love with this guy. Or we're not going to go there. We're not going to get that in. If we don't fit in, we're not going to go there. We've got to love it. We've got to have what Srila uh, Rupa Goswami says, he calls volume. Lust for Krishna. We've got to be chopping at the bit for Krishna. Lusting for Krishna. Intense desire. Feeling that if I don't get Krishna, I'll die. I, if, I don't have, if I can't have Krishna, there is no reason to exist. There's no reason to exist. That's the key to get in to Goloka Vrindavan, where there are no guards, there is no pomp and it's just a simple, beautiful, wonderful, I guess you could say natural lifestyle of the living entity. Krishna taking care of the cows. You see? Everyone happy, peaceful, nothing. Uh, nothing to be concerned or worried about. And, and always cherishing every minute that we get to spend with Krishna. You see? So this is why when, when I... In my class the other day, I was saying um, we need to uh, embrace what we have as far as our knowledge, our knowledge base. We need to accept um, and cherish what Prabhupada gave us in, this, in, in these books. This is uh, like television looking into the spiritual world. Now, Based on what I just said, if you're not in that mindset, then not only would you be very uncomfortable if you went to Goloka Vrindavan, but you're not going to go there. You've got to really, really want it. Now, how do we get to that point? We, 
start to only accept things that are favorable to our Krishna consciousness and reject things that are not favorable to our Krishna consciousness. The training is here. It's in Srila Prabhupada's books. You see? I don't need, if, if that's my goal, if my goal is to go here and, and have these pastimes with the Supreme, then that's what I need. That's what, this is how to get there. You see? If I'm, if I'm interested in going to El Paso, I'll study a, real, a road map to El Paso. Not a road map to Los Angeles. You see? Or Las Cruces, or you know, whatever. You know, think of some other name. Phoenix. <clears throat> you don't ask for, I mean, but somebody may say, oh, but you know, that's nice knowledge to have. How to get to Los Angeles. I guess so. I'm heading east, though. I'm going to El Paso. Would you like to know how to get to Phoenix? Not really. I'm going to El Paso. How many times does it take for me to tell you, I'm going to El Paso? But wouldn't you like to know? No, I don't need to know that. But what if you ever want to go to El If I do, I'll study that. So there's so many knowledge bases that can attract us, or should I say detract us, from the path of going back home, back to Godhead. You see? So we have to grab the knowledge that we have available. If we study this knowledge all day, every day for the rest of our lives, that might be enough. Of course, Krishna will help us if he sees that's our desire. He will help us. He will say, look, you know, you're struggling with my material energy. You're trying to love me with all your heart and soul. And I know I've got all these distractions built into this material world. And I'm kind of tripping you up here and there with my distractions. Well, I'm going to, because I'm the controller, I'm going to control these distractions and take them out of your way. Because I really like it that you, you want supreme love of me. That's thrilling to God. Krishna says, oh, yippee. I like this. So I'm your advocate. I'm with you, buddy. You know, whatever you need, I'll provide. Anything that you already have, you won't lose. But I'll provide whatever you need. He says that. He makes that promise in Bhagavad Gita. You see? So we can say, that's why I'm saying, the knowledge that we need to go back to Godhead is in Srila Prabhupada's books. If we feel like, well, you know, I'd like to have some of this, but I want to mix in a whole lot of other stuff, you know? I mean, I've always been curious about nuclear fission. I'd like to learn nuclear fission, too. Well, well wait a minute, you might say. I thought you said you wanted to go back to Godhead. Well, I do, but I want to learn nuclear fission as well. I want to know what makes the atom bomb go boom, you know, and understand the mushroom cloud. Okay, so Krishna says, all right, so in other words, let me get this straight. You want to come back home, back to Godhead. You want to come to me. You want to have Krishna Prema. But somewhere along the way, you want to learn this, and you want to learn that, and you want to get a degree, and that, and that. You know, he's kind of like, okay, you know, why don't, why don't you call me or text me when you're ready. 
Then we'll go forward. I'm ready. I'm here. We'll go forward at speed of light whenever you're ready. Just send me a text or an email or you know, message me on Facebook. Let me know when you're ready to go forward. And then, okay. And, and, and here, I'll give you the faith to chase your, your education, your nuclear physicist. I'll make you a nuclear physicist. I will fulfill your desires. You'll learn all of that. I'll give you the faith to follow that path. But get in touch with me when you're ready to get serious and head this way. That's okay. He's not angry. He's just like maybe me off. Here you go again. You know, last lot, lifetime you wanted to do this, you know. And then the time before that, you wanted to be a poet. Okay, so you wrote poets and you became famous. There's statues of you standing in the marketplaces that nobody knows who they are anymore. All right, you did that. So now you want to be a nuclear physicist. Oh, <laughs> Krishna says, what about me? You're, you're not looking at me. If you looked at me, you could see I'm really beautiful. I'm the most attractive. I'm the most attractive. I'm the best friend. Shuridam Sarvabhutana. I'm the best friend of the living entity. You can't do any better than me. I'm Krishna. And yet you want other stuff. And that's okay. I get a little frustrated with you sometimes, but I'm with you. I'll give you the ability to get your other stuff. You know, you can have... Letters after your name, PhD, this, this, blah, blah, blah. The whole alphabet, you know, they'll erect uh, uh, statues of you and busts of you will be and wherever. You know, we'll get you all this stuff. I'll see that you get it. You came to the right guy. Everything was in his mouth. All of this stuff, Mother Jashoda looked in his mouth. Everything, the oceans, the islands, the mountains, so all this stuff that we want is in his mouth. He's got it. He's the source of everything. So whatever it is you want, he's going to fulfill that desire, even if it takes you away from him. You see? We've got all the time in the world. We've got more, more than the time in the world. We've got eternity to goof around. You know? We can, uh, on our way to, uh, like on, on your way to uh, L.A. Rathiatra, you might decide, well, let's go through Milwaukee. You know? And while we're here, let's just run up through Canada and see. I mean, we're going to L.A. Rathiatra. But, you know, now that we're up here, you know, what, what the heck? It's really, let's go to New York first. I mean, we're on our way, aren't we? We're going to L.A. Rathiatra, but we're... Who says we have to go straight there? Huh? As a matter of fact, if you tell me I have to go straight there, maybe I really don't want to go straight there. That's the nature of the living entity. You tell me I have to, well, I'll show you that I know. You know? I think I'll even go to Mexico. I thought we were going to L.A. You see? So we start out on the path to, to Godhead. And now I want to go here. Then I, I want to go here. Krishna's like, when are you going to make your mind up? 
I've got more than the time in the world. You see. But if we came to the proper consciousness, we would feel that every moment that goes by that we don't have Krishna in our arms would be unbearable. There's a, uh, my dear beloved godbrother, Jai Pataka Maharaj, he was saying one time, I know how theatrical he can get, he was saying that if we don't have Krishna, then we should cry for Krishna. And if you're not crying because you don't have Krishna, then you should cry because you're not crying for Krishna. And if you're not crying because you're not crying for Krishna, then you should cry because you're not crying because you're not crying because you're not crying for Krishna. And he went on and on. He said, just see how our consciousness has been dull. The most wonderful object. Everything, you know, you look in his mouth, everything, whatever you could possibly want is there. Why do we want to look somewhere else, you know? Okay, Krishna, hang on. I'll be right back. Well, where are you going? Well, I'm going to go look for something that's not in your mouth. But it's all here. Duh. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm kind of getting that, but I want to see if there's something else out there that maybe is not in your mouth. <sighs> Krishna's, Krishna's got to have a lot of patience. He's got to be pretty wonderful. He's got to have a lot of patience. You know he's got love for us, the way he tolerates us. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do, do that. You know, I'm on my way back to Godhead, Krishna. It's just like a... a I don't know if I've used this analogy since I've been here, but I, I've done it before. It's like you, you want to go sailing. You take your boat out. You know how the, they take their boats out of the slip and they're uh, in a no-wake area. So they're, they're going to have this little putt-putt motor, you know, putt-putt-putt-putt-putt-putt-putt-putt. And you get out to where you can take off across the lake or whatever. And you drop anchor. And then you put up the sails. And the sails fill with wind, and the wind's trying to pull the boat along, but you've got the anchor down. <laughs> see. We can practice Krishna consciousness this way. We can drop anchor and raise the sails. I'm hanging on to all these other things, all this other stuff. I'm telling Krishna, I want your devotional service because I want to associate with you for eternity. I want to be your loving, devoted servant. And Krishna is saying, well, what's all that other baggage that you're hanging on to there? Oh, oh uh, pay no attention to that. You know, the, I'm getting rid of that. I'm in a process. Yeah, trust me. And Krishna is like, all right, you know, I guess I can be patient another 50 lifetimes. You know, what the heck? So, does it mean that we're bad? No, I'm not saying we're bad. I'm just saying let's be honest with ourselves. Let's look into our hearts and decide, yes, I want Krishna. I, I will pursue Krishna full, full on. 100 miles an hour, fast as my vehicle will go, I want Krishna. I want it. You see? Not to be afraid that, well, but, you know, if I get Krishna, I'll, I'll lose my desire for all my stuff. You know, all my fun stuff. You know. But 
Everything is there in Krishna. You see, it's just this trick we have, our mind keeps playing on us. Do you want Krishna? Well, yeah, but. It's the yabats that get us in trouble. I hate yabats. Yeah, but. But I want to. But that, that, that any, any, any uh, uh, enjoyment that you could possibly have in your other stuff is in Krishna. Again, we need to read, we should read this verse every day. Everything, his mother saw everything, everything in his mouth, everything. And here we are running around looking for something that's not in Krishna's mouth. There isn't anything that's not in Krishna's mouth. Whatever enjoyment we possibly could want is within the Supreme Lord. We just have to go there. You see? We have to fo focus on Him and want Him. So I think it's probably a good time for me to ask if, if there's any questions. Or... Yes, Mother? You were talking uh, more in the beginning how Krishna doesn't you know, appreciate so much groveling. He just wants us to, you know, wants us to love Him. But, you know, Shilla Prabhupada said of like deity worship in the mood of Lakshmi Narayan because he said, you know, we just become too familiar and then we really do think like Krishna's our bud. Not spiritually there, and then you become sloppy, you become casual, and then yeah. you know, we don't reach the goal that way either. Yeah, at our stage, we need a little awe and reverence. We, should, we, we need to, uh, to worship Krishna's in awe and reverence, but the, the, that, that will fade in time. We still will always have it some as long as we're in this body, but uh, as we a, a, a approach a platform of pure devotional service, then uh, it's just like this. Uh, you've heard of Bamsi Das Babaji in, in Mayapur. You know, he used to chastise his deities. He had deities, but of course he's on a, you know, a Uttama Anakari level. But he would talk to his deities of Krishna, chastise them, you know, for being such naughty, naughty deities, you know. You're a thief, he would say. Somebody broke in and s stole some of the stuff that he had. He lived in a little hut, and they stole some of his belongings. And uh, he said, "Well, what do you expect when the when the?" And he looks at his deities and he says, "When the master of the house is a thief, what do you expect?" You know, Krishna, he would steal butter and things. So yeah, we we can't do that artificially. We can't just say, "Well, Krishna and I are best buds," you know. So I'm going to treat him like, uh, you know, like uh, the guy next door, whatever, you know, my, my college roommate, you know. We're not ready for that yet, but we should take steps towards that when we can, when it becomes natural. And Krishna will let us know when it's, when it's time. He, he wants it, you know. So in the beginning, for now, if we want to grovel a little bit, that's okay. He, he'll tolerate it. It'll be good for us sometimes to grovel, you know. Anything else? Any other questions? Yeah, our concern is that, uh, and I'll just touch on this briefly before breakfast. Our concern is that as we, um, as we observe, uh, I, I talk a lot about other desires that, that the, the devotees want. Um, 
and making changes, watering down, change of dress. We talked about that. Some people want to change the food. Some people, there's things. Well, you know, Krishna consciousness is pretty good, but you know, if we change this, I think it'd be better. What uh, many of us are concerned about uh, is that give it another hundred years, and where will ISKCON be? Okay? All the Prabhupada disciples are way gone. All the people who knew Prabhupada, long gone. And maybe even their disciples, long gone. So now you've got this other generation. You know, your disciples. How do you want your disciples to behave? You know, do you want them to dress the deities in Armani suits and to play nothing but rock and roll music with the, the Maha Mantra to it? You see? Where do you want ISKCON to be in 100, 200, 500, 9,500 years from now? You see? Where do you think Prabhupada wants it to be? In a thousand years. You see? I don't think he wants it to go very far. I think he gave us what he wants us to have. You see? So, uh, we're all going to be dead and gone and the rest of those who are, who are left behind, you can do whatever you like, you know. But we'd just like to see that what has happened to other, we look at history, what's happened to other religions. We, we look at history, we see what's happened. We don't want it to fragment, you know. The, the, and it's typically the orthodox people, you know, the old, the old guys who say, no, we're going to do it the way. Prophet wanted, and the new guy said, "No, we're going to do it the way it ought to be." And so you have the the orthodox, and then you have the what do you, what do they call the new ones? Uh, progressives, huh? Progressives. Pro progressives. You know, we already have that element around. They're not making a whole lot of noise, but they want to be progressive. You know, and so we don't want it to split. We'd like it, but maybe it has to. You see, and maybe there'll always be an orthodox way, best based on Prabhupada's books, the way he said them without any annotations. You see, uh, Krishna Kirti Prabhu wrote some really nice papers that I'll, I'll share with any of you that are interested. Looking, he's, he's quite genius. He's very genius. I don't know, he's probably got a, an IQ over 180, 190. He's really brilliant. And uh, he's wrote, written some papers. He has the, the, uh, the highest top security clearance that you can get in America. Because he works on the uh, computers for the uh, Defense Department. He's got the absolute highest. His, his security clearance is higher than a Secret Service agent. Because he gets to know things Secret Service agents only get to know on a as-need basis. So he's a genius kind of guy. And he's written some papers on where ISKCON could be going based on what we're seeing now and what we've looked at other, other uh, religions in the past, what's happened. And uh, many of my Christian friends say, you know, as we look at history, it, perhaps it would have been better if we'd all stayed together and not fragmented. You know, we, we fragmented. And now you've got these over here, these over here. And what happened to our church at one time? It was just Lord Jesus Christ. We had Lord Jesus Christ. 
Do you realize what we have? We have the Son. Krishna sent His Son. And He walked amongst us. And now we split it into a hundred different factions. But we have Him. He started this movement. And now we don't agree. I mean, we agree that we don't agree. So many. You know, when I was raised, uh, I went to a Baptist church. Even though my mother was Jewish, I went to a Baptist church because I liked some of the girls that went there, so I liked to associate with them. But I can remember being taught that everybody else was, you know, was wrong. The Catholics were wrong. That's what, you know, the minister would tell me, oh, they're wrong, you know. So are they going to hell? What do you think? Oh, no, that's terrible. Johnny Romano, he's my best friend. He's an Italian. He's a Catholic. He's going to go to hell. Oh, God, he's terrible. See? But they had Lord Jesus Christ walking amongst them. He made the ultimate sacrifice. Just think. Put it in the real in the reality. He walked amongst them and made the ultimate sacrifice for them. And now they're fragmented into a whole bunch of. You see, now I'm not saying that's terrible, but wouldn't it be sweet if they could have stayed together? Do you, do you think Lord Jesus Christ is up there saying, "Right on, yeah, split it up some more." Say, what about my words? My teachings? What about my example? What about when I said, take up your cross daily and follow me? Deny yourself. What about the stuff that I, the information that I left for you? You see, are you living like me? Don't you think Prabhupada is going to say like that? You've split it up. You're all these different factions. I, I gave you a perfect example. You know, I I show I walked amongst you. I wrote the books. I gave you everything that you needed. Everything. It's like we're talking. Everything is in Krishna's mouth. Everything is in Prabhupada's books. I showed you how to do it. You know, I traveled around the world twelve times. And I made the ultimate sacrifice for you. I gave you my life. And all I want you to do is keep it together. That's all Prabhupada, he wants us to keep it. Maybe he said, at least maintain what I've given you. At least maintain what I have left you. So if we can grow it, that's wonderful. But if we just keep it together, keep it intact, that would make him happy. So, deal with each other on a basis of love and trust. What he said. Alright, so we're running over. Uh, thank you again so much. As always, it's real sweet to be in Tucson. Thank you so much. So good to see you again, Jane. Thank you so much for coming. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.